Stream Anime Radio. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to 2023. Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. We're still season six, which I think I explained last time. We're going to do one or two episodes of the sixth season here in the new year. I am JR, and joined as per usual is Mr. Neff Canuck. Happy New Year, Neff. Happy New Year to you, sir. How's it going up in your neck of the woods? Mm. The weather's wonky as all heck. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like... 10 degrees this morning and you're going wait a minute it's the first week of january mm. this is not normal if you think you got stuff to worry about we don't have a speaker yet yeah i've been keeping tabs on that and i'm going <laughs> like, the, the the guy who really really wants the job is really really bound and determined to get it by yes. being fair or foul yes including apparently he moved into the speaker's office without having yet won <laughs> I'm going, that's a bit presumptuous. Yeah. Have to scooch. I want to make a joke. Uh, somebody on Twitter posted, you know, since they've already had seven votes, they should go to penalty kicks. Penalty kicks or penalty shots, depending <laughs> on your choice of season. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to 2023. Welcome to the podcast. As per usual, we welcome all of our listeners and all of our viewers uh, listening on Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, or watching us on YouTube or Spotify video. Remember to check out all of our links to the podcast, uh, the audio realm, anchor.fm forward slash anime radio, and the video realm, you can find us on Spotify video and YouTube. Well, it's 2023, Neff. Um, I wanted to come on um, on a happy note, uh, but unfortunately we can't. Uh, two days ago, um, we decided not to do a show. We normally do shows on Mondays. That's been kind of been the norm. Uh, we decided not to do it because I know there was a very big football game uh, between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals um, that you wanted to watch. Now, as you know on the podcast, in addition to talking about anime and Japanese culture, we're also a bunch of sports nerds in various realms of the sports section. So this is something that we all wanted to look forward to, um, but we didn't expect um, what would happen in the first quarter. 
with the Bills' safety, Demar Hamlin, 24 years old. Um, he's part of the defense. He's a defensive safety. He's the last line of defense uh, when they're trying to attack, attack the offense. Uh, he completed a tackle, collapsed, uh, was administered CPR on two separate occasions, once on the field, once in the ambulance. And as it stands right now on Wednesday evening, he remains in critical condition uh, at the University of Cincinnati uh, Medical Center. Uh, Neff, your thoughts on this very tough situation? Well, yes, as you mentioned, I was actually watching the game. Uh, the oddity started when it ended up starting later because of the Rose Bowl, the previous mm -hmm. game. Right. Uh, and basically around uh, about 10 minutes in, it was when the world literally stopped. Mm -hmm. Because I'm watching this game, and literally, the tackle is made, he stands up, and all of a sudden falls backwards as if he was a marionette with every string cut. And the, that happened, and I was like, oh, wow. Th that, that's not good. Mm. And then you see the building chaos. But it wasn't chaos in the sense of everybody running around with their heads cut off. No, no, no. This was chaos in the sense of, okay, something really bad is happening here. I mean, when the players are literally acting as shields to prevent people from seeing what's going on with the player who's mm -hmm. down on the field yeah that that is not that is not good mm -hmm. i mean and you saw players as things were evolving walking away from the bills and cr these are grown men crying throwing their helmets and th th there is one shot that will haunt me is the quarterback of the buffalo bills josh allen hugging the quarterback of the cincinnati bengals joe burrow and Josh Allen is looking out into space as if he's a million miles away. Mm. And he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, I, and like I said, and the announcers, I mean, they are gobsmacked. They don't know what's going on. I mean, at one point, they are repeating a thing that both, both the NFL and ESPN are saying, we don't know why they kept repeating this. We never said this, so we'll have no idea whether or not this was just something that they are by rote programmed to do or, you know, they didn't know how bad it was. They mm. were all getting the bits and pieces that we all were yeah. watching on monitors, et cetera, when they were saying, oh, yeah, it'll be f uh, the teams will warm up in five minutes and come back on the field. And then, like I said, both teams left the field, and it, that was the moment I knew it mm -hmm. was done. There, yeah. was, there was no way that e the Bills alone would go back on that field. Right. I think they would have they would have taken the forfeit at that point because mm -hmm. their minds were not on football, and football is a dangerous contact sport. You must yeah. be there, so yeah. to speak. You can't be, you know, oh my God, my teammate, he's been taken away in an ambulance, etc. So, you know, and kudos to the announcing crews because again they were put in an impossible position because they didn't know, right? Mm -hmm. But you could obviously see the raw anger. At the mere thought of the NFL saying, yeah, we're going to go ahead with this. Yeah. I mean, Booger McFarlane, real name Anthony McFarlane, actually, uh, right. was at the point where I think he would have gone over the table at an NFL exec if there was one there who would have in the slightest mm -hmm. have said, yes, we'll continue this game sometime later tonight. 
Right. I, I think that I think that would have been like literally an assault on live TV. Mm. That's how angry he was. Um, basically, and as far as ESPN slash ABC is concerned, uh, Joe Buck and Scott Van Pelt, who was supposed to be you know um, come out of the game with his show, they both turned into ABC news anchors that night. Well, I I, I don't think what else could they do. I mean. Mm. I was watching the ABC feed from a Buffalo TV station. So yeah. after they went off the air, ESPN, with, with what they had scheduled, mm -hmm. I stuck around to see the local Buffalo reaction. And it was even more, for lack of a term, you know, gut-wrenching to see right. these people because these people are in with the team. They mm -hmm. are practically a part of the family, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And to see them, you know, trying to process what was – and a completely insane situation yeah. was was heartbreaking because I can only imagine, you know, what what must be going through their minds when they saw this. I mean, twenty four years old, he isn't even out of his rookie contract yet. Yeah, that's how fresh he is mm -hmm. in the NFL meat grinder. Yeah, you know, and that that's what's frightening. You know, in all this, he's he's that young that innocent to the ways of the world in terms of what is football like, mm -hmm. you know? And yes, football is a dangerous game. Yes, players get injured. But this, this is a whole other level. Yeah. And uh, you see uh, many of the NFL stadiums have done some sort of tribute at their stadiums uh, for Damar, uh, lighting the stadiums blue. That's what happened to the Bengal Stadium, I think. Uh, That's right. And also on Twitter, uh, you go on Twitter, and all the NFL teams have changed their profile photo to, um, we, we see part of it behind you, uh, pray for DeMar and DeMar's number three. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it, I mean, at this point, all we know as we're recording this, mm -hmm. he's still intubated. Uh, I, have under, I am to understand there are encouraging signs, mm -hmm. but he still remains intubated in a medically induced, for lack of a better term, coma. Right. Probably for the, the sole reason, the last thing he'll probably remember mm. is the hit. Oh, yeah. And if he comes out without, you know, being brought out gently, mm. from, where, from his position right now, he has a tube down his throat. Yeah. To help him breathe. I mean, I, I have had that done for medical procedures. It is not fun. Mm -hmm. And I was only mildly sedated, and I had problems. I can't imagine, mm -hmm. you know, coming out of something like this, and then the first thing you you notice is, oh my God, I have you know, a tube down my throat. Yeah, I could just imagine. So, like I said, this is very much a a situation that is going to play out. I think over the coming days. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll be honest. There's been talk. I mean, how is this team going to somehow? play the game scheduled yeah. against their opponents this Sunday. I I honestly have no idea. Uh, right. I'll be honest with you. I have no idea because if I'm any of those players right now, playing football is so far away mm -hmm. from what I'm thinking about, right. it might as well be on another planet. Something I've done in my days off um, yesterday and a little bit this morning to pass the time, uh, I just uh, go to American Truck Simulator to calm my mind. And uh, so I'm driving around, and 
it's customary to listen to something. So I turn on my SiriusXM streaming subscription and I listen to NFL Radio, ESPN Radio, and everybody's talking about Demar. And especially today, everybody, you know, a lot of the hosts were mentioning, uh, you know, his recovery, his road, and they were also mentioning, well, now what happens to the NFL season? How are the things going to play out? And they go through A, B, C, X, Y, Z scenario. But I'm thinking in the in my head, why should we worry about that right at this moment? Exactly my point. I mean, this one hit so hard. Funny you should mention that because – Initially, I have an alarm set, and on Tuesday morning, my alarm did what it normally does, is wake me up to SiriusXM NHL radio. Mm. But they were talking about it. Wow. So it shows you that something that, you know, like that can actually transcend the boundaries of sport. I mean, they're talking, they're talking about, you know, the entire country, the U.S., but as everyone knows... NFL football is a worldwide phenomenon. Mm -hmm. There are fans of both teams in multiple countries. I'm a mm -hmm. fan of the Buffalo Bills myself. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, seeing that and then, you know, the outpouring of raw emotion, it, it, it's just something that I've been on this dirt ball a long time, yeah. and I don't think I've ever seen anything like that, and I know I don't want to see anything like this ever again. And uh, uh, ju just a quick side point, when you mention it is a worldwide phenomenon, actually look at Japan. Japan has a professional American football league, and I think a few days ago at the Tokyo Dome, they just held their version of the, um, the championship game. I can't say SB. <laughs> yes, we can't say the Owl game. Yes, uh, but this is the Rice Bowl, I believe it's called. There are several different bowls, and this one, for some reason, is called the Rice Bowl. Okay, uh, I'm going to stop you right there, JR. The American College Football Bowl season has a thing called the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Okay, <laughs> there is nothing lower than this. There's nothing anybody else could say that is lower than that. Mm. You know, I mean... They literally, I happened to catch a few minutes of it between uh, World Junior Hockey Games, and they actually were pushing it to the point where they had one of the hosts taking a macaroon, dipping it, dipping it in this product, and eating it live on air. <laughs> How that person did not immediately, you know, Ralph, I, I have no idea. They must have a cast iron stomach and cast iron taste buds. That's all I can think of. The the winning coach get just a bucket of mayo on his head, uh, and the winner of the Tony the Tiger Bowl got a bucket of uh, Frosted Flakes poured on his head. The best part of the Duke's Mayo Bowl tradition is that they actually practice this mm -hmm. to ensure that it goes off smoothly. And I'm just going, <laughs> I, I don't care what you'd pay me. I would not stand there willingly as a practice dummy mm -hmm. to getting gallons and gallons of Duke's mayo dumped on my skull. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Um, going back to Damar for a second, though, um, something we failed to mention is the big outpouring of support and love as many ways as people can uh, since this happened. And one thing that people have been doing 
is um, soon after the injury, it has been discovered that DeMar Hamlin uh, in 2020, I believe this is right before he started his NFL career, and this was in the middle of COVID. Correct me if I'm wrong, Neff. No, I think you got that right. Okay. Uh, he started a fundraiser for his local town in Pennsylvania uh, on GoFundMe. I think it's called Chasing M Foundation and is designed to um, purchase toys for local kids um, in the area where he grew up. That's right. Um, after Monday night, uh, I had woken up and seen on Reddit on the Buffalo Bills feed about, you know, the various things that were going on with relation to this incident. Mm -hmm. And they had mentioned, you know, his, his charity. I donated. And at the Me time, too. it was about $300,000 U.S. Right. That the, that the thing was, uh, that it was at, which considering it started, his only goal was $2,500, mm -hmm. was amazing in and of itself right. overnight. But then it kept growing and growing. And you told us just before we, you told me just before we came on the air, it was six point five million. Uh, six point. It's almost seven now. Almost seven million. Almost seven million dollars. Mm -hmm. And the you know the irony of that, that's more than he has made. Yeah. In his rookie with his rookie contract, mm -hmm. because rookie contracts in the NFL, just like every other sport, are capped. It's a very quote unquote low number. Right. Relative to what they will eventually make down the road if they're successful. Mm hmm. But, you know, to know, and like I said, when he comes out of this and he learns of this, mm -hmm. I hope he understands that we as football fans and as fans of human beings, we support him, mm -hmm. we hope to help him, and we hope that this gives him some measure of comfort mm. in and his family. It, uh, uh, reading stories about how the Bills Mafia, as uh, you call yourselves, uh, have gone uh, to the aid of others who have uh, been in in need of assistance over the years. Yeah, that's one thing we tend to do as a mafia family, as we tend to help those in need or those who help us. Uh, one of the more funny slash infamous examples mm -hmm. is in 2017 when the Cincinnati Bengals, ironically enough, uh, beat their opponents that week, which opened the door for the Bills to get into the playoffs for the first time in many, many years. Mm -hmm. And because it was a touchdown throw from the then Cincinnati quarterback, Anthony Dal Andy Dalton, uh, everybody wanted to donate to his charity. In, ironically enough, because his number was 17, it was in multiples of 17 that we all donated. Wow. <laughs> and it's just like... Bill's Mafia, we do things like that. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it's one of those things. I mean, and again, we also help. We have to help each other because, of course, Buffalo has suffered now through two major snowstorms. Uh, many lives were lost, mm -hmm. and, you know, they are recovering as well. There was the racially motivated shooting this past year, mm -hmm. and it's like these things that draw us together as a community that, you know, we love our team, we love each other, mm -hmm. and again, for DeMar, we love you. I'm looking over some of the uh, people who have donated. Uh, Jim Ursay and the Indianapolis Colts have donated uh, $25,003 because three was De is DeMar's number. Um, same amount from the Sheets Laundry Club, 
which I don't think has any relation to Shinigami Liz. I think they um, do eco-friendly laundry products. They also donated 25,003. Uh, Robert Kraft, 18,003. Matthew Stafford, 12,000. New Era Cap Foundation, 10,003. Um, Houston Texans, 10,003. Uh, you have Russell Wilson, 10,000. Tom Brady, 10,000. Um, Sauce Gardner, 5,000. Um, Devontae Adams, 5,000. Washington Commanders, 5,000. Uh, Chris Jericho, also the, the professional wrestler, donated 10,000. Uh, this is all coming off of GoFundMe as I'm reading it right now. Uh, Wink, and Sarah, um, Wink and Laura Martindale, 2,500. Uh, not the Wink Martindale, the game show host, but the Wink Martindale, who is the defensive coordinator for the New York Giants. I was going to say that that would have been a rather odd connection. Uh, speaking of odd connections, um, DeMar is actually from Pittsburgh. And mm -hmm. when he was playing his college ball in Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. uh, he, of course, ran into Mike Tomlin because the Steelers and the Pittsburgh college team share their training facilities. Mm. And he recounted how, you know, he met with the young man and, you know, helped mentor him and was very proud of him. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's those connections and even within the NFL family mm -hmm. that makes something like this. So, you know, it, it's just like I said, it's it's mind blowing in a, in a, in a funny way, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, Damar, uh, we are thinking about him, praying for him hard at this very difficult time. Uh, a lot of um, the talk show uh, guests have been. Uh, uh, former um, and current paramedics, nurses who have called in. Also, there's a military doctor who called in and, and explained that these situations with the uh, with what Demar has gone through, it it could take a long time before they have an idea, the doctors, of how things are going to go, and there is some agreement, although nothing official but the consensus that i've seen is that um the way that the heart beats and kind of sends out you know its signals throughout the body if you sh if there's a big impact at the wrong moment that that's what can happen you can just yeah. collapse essentially it caught what the hit caused what amounted to an electrical short circuit is what, mm. is what it was explained to me in, in one of the one of the doctors essentially said that it was like an electrical short circuit and mm. basically stopped everything yeah which goes to the fact that you know the human body is a amazing machine biological machine that we still don't completely understand mm -hmm. and it's one of those things where there was no way to prevent this yeah. and i want to stress that because i have seen some people attacking the Cincinnati player who collided with uh, DeMar, and in no way was that player in any way, shape, or form responsible for what happened. Oh, this no. was completely a freak medical occurrence, mm -hmm. a severe medical occurrence, but completely and utterly innocent insofar as it was a normal, routine football play. Yep. And if you guys want to look at the GoFundMe, that is the official link to the uh, Chasing M's Foundation. Um, 
Unfortunately, there have been some other unscrupulous entities popping up trying to take advantage of this whole situation, and GoFundMe is rightfully squashing them pretty quickly. For those attempted parasites, I wish you nothing but misery. Mm-hmm. So, uh, tough to uh, continue on here, Neff, but uh, it is a new year. As you can see, uh, I'm sort of decked out in the year of the rabbit, the year of Usagi, and so is my background. And, and when you say that, that reminds me, yeah, that's why those Reddit posts are coming up with all these anime characters dressed in the quote-unquote Playboy Bunny outfit. <laughs> Some of whom? Okay, fine. Some of whom? Huh? Yep. Just no. <laughs> so if you're in, if you're in Japan right now, you're uh, you, you're starting the year of the rabbit. Uh, but if you observe Lunar New Year, you got to wait a couple more weeks until I believe January twenty first is the start of that. Yeah, I think that, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Neff, uh, I'll ask this question because it always gets asked in our chat room all the time. Uh, do you have any plans to watch Sailor Moon? You know what? I finally managed, because there was a bit of a break between World Junior Hockey games, mm -hmm. to catch up on some of my backlog. Unfortunately, Sailor Moon wasn't on that game <laughs> yet. Because mm -hmm. there, there, there were a couple of series that I was watching, and literally they fell off the table because it was like, okay, life in the universe and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, one of those was Beast Tamers, mm -hmm. a series that has finished and is now just finishing up its English dub, and the last episode is next week. Fun little series, but it's like Okay, oh boy. Especially if you've read the manga first and you're going, okay, that was changed, that was cleaned up, that was definitely not, you know, allowed to proceed any further. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. And manga, of course. Um, I'm going over some other manga because uh, some manga I've just caught catching up on that. Uh, the latest Call of the Night, I did buy that last month. I haven't actually read it yet. Mainly, again, because, you know, life, the universe, and everything. I'm hoping that next week will be a little easier on my uh, time because I do have another week off. But it's mm -hmm. like, mm. Oh. Thank you very much, uh, Flox. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure that uh, Damar's family and fans appreciate it, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I just laugh because I donated in a particular way, but it's like, I donate in a particular way, I have to do it in U.S. funds, mm -hmm. but by the time it gets t turned into the Canadian, you know, beaver buck, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like he did anything. <laughs> yeah. A lot of these donations are small, but they all kind of quickly add up. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I have no idea how many people have donated, but when you see the numbers, you mm -hmm. know that it's not just the big the big donations that's doing it. It's every little bit helps. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but talking about anime now. If, uh, uh, we were struggling the other day to, you know, figure out uh, what sort of anime or, you know, something Japanese-related I wanted to watch. I eventually went to uh, watch Home Alone. Because <laughs> it's still, technically, if you're a Christian Catholic like me, it's still Christmas time until Epiphany, which is on um, technically Friday, but uh, in my church... Uh, gets moved to the nearest Sunday, which means that uh, Epiphany will be the 8th. So I'll be continuing to celebrate uh, the holidays until January 8th. Which, of course, brings up the classic question. When do your Christmas lights come down? 
they will come down after Epiphany, after the wise men visit, if you will. Aha. Uh -huh. Because Canada is a bit more multicultural in terms of, you know, things that we celebrate, I don't think our Christmas lights will come down because of Ukra Ukrainian Christmas. Uh, February, I think. Oh, wow. You guys are uh, going to uh, celebrate Ukrainian Christmas, huh? Well, I mean, it's just that, again, in my neighborhood, you know, it's it's very multicultural. There are a lot of, you know, different cultures, and Ukrainian is one of them, especially given what's going on in the world right now. Mm -hmm. I, I think, yeah, that they're probably going to leave them up until, you know, they absolutely have to come down. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, as I was saying, uh, one of the things that... Uh, one of the animes, the, the, the long-standing animes that I really, really want to start up on again, because I only watched one episode, Sword Art Online. Ah, uh, yes. Now, I'm trying to remember, who has that now? I th think... Let's see. <laughs> yes, we'd like to play. Well, it was Crunchyroll on Hulu when it came out, so I got to start there and work backwards yeah <laughs> although I've, i had a bit of a rage moment today because for some reason crunchyroll and the firefox uh browser were not playing nice uh-oh i ended up having to you know fire up edge to actually watch beast tamers because firefox insisted that they were that they had lost the show that it wasn't there and i'm going hmm. no that's <laughs> not right Oh, they man. haven't finished the dub yet. What's going on here? <laughs> but of course, you start up Microsoft Edge, and everything works properly. Um, so it is it's currently. Harder harder. Hmm? I was going to say it's getting harder and harder to hold on to Firefox. You know, I'm I'm one of those holdouts. It's like, yeah, I really want to hold on to you, Firefox, but you're really making it difficult for me to stick around. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so yes, according to my information, Netflix, Hulu. Funimation and Verve. Oh, yeah. Verve was that weird combo service mm -hmm. that started at one point. Mm -hmm. That was supposed to have, I think, almost almost all the streaming services on the one platform. But then that sort of, you know, splintered as services got bought out, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, Verve is apparently an option uh, in, in addition to the others. So I would assume that under the grandfathering rule, uh, Funimation would have uh, the dub and the subway everywhere else. Is that how it would work? Don't assume that. Okay. Because we're, we're finding out, at least from uh, anime fans in other markets, that what was supposed to be a quote-unquote smooth transition of all the library titles from Funimation to Crunchyroll... It ain't necessarily so. Mm. Because depending on how the contract was worded, they may not be allowed to do that <laughs> in certain countries and may now be forced to renegotiate to get them on the new Crunchyroll service, which will likely mean higher fees. Oh, great. <laughs> that, 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 is, that, that doesn't make any sense, especially if, you take, uh, if we take Sword Art Online, for example. I'm not saying it could be one of those titles, but, um, but yeah, just for something like that, that, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Let's talk, okay, let's talk law for a second, okay? Now, this is From the paralegal, yeah. From the paralegal's point of view. The problem is the contract says, okay, Funimation, you get show X. Mm -hmm. But it says Funimation or whatever their holding company is named. Right. 
Funimation says from at a certain point, you know what? We're no longer going to be streaming this. We're going to shove it all to this company, Crunchyroll, mm-hmm. or whatever they're doing business as. But the contract specifically says Funimation. Mm. So would you be in breach of contract <laughs> by saying, okay, instead of Funimation, it'll now be on Crunchyroll? <laughs> and if the contract isn't worded properly, you could very well be in a situation where, yeah, you only have the rights to show it on that one platform, and you've got a whole new problem trying to get to this other pro- other platform. Mm-hmm. Especially for older titles where this was never considered, mm-hmm. right? Because at the time, for Funimation Crunchyroll were direct competitors. Mm-hmm. And so you would sign on with one service or the other, you know, to show your product. And now the one is no longer showing your product anymore, and it's now going to the service you didn't choose right so very interesting and, how this all plays out well if you, again if you go to reddit there are um several subreddits for crunchyroll and Funimation, and what they're doing is they're showing as the transfers happen mm-hmm. and then people saying well yeah what this show x y and z is great but what about you know show one two three mm-hmm. and and there's crickets Right, because this is all you know a volunteer basis that this information is even being shared. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. this 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 merger is about as smooth as the merger between oil and water. <laughs> For those of you who don't get that reference, oil and water they just don't mix, <laughs> literally. Oh, um, happy year of the rabbit here in the XAR podcast. Um, looking into news from Japan. Well, not much news to report out of the country because they just finished their New Year holidays uh, and everybody with their masks is just running all over the country celebrating uh, one of the first major outings um, since the losing of COVID restrictions. We mentioned last week um, that at the next sumo tournament, people while wearing the masks will be able to cheer again for their favorite sumo wrestler. Uh, but yes, I uh, was seeing in some of the brief news updates uh, these crush of uh, people in Japan uh, taking the bullet trains, jamming up the expressways, just as it was in New Year's before COVID. Well, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I think around these parts, it's very much business as usual. I mean, mm. when I say usual, I'm talking about in the before times, although we are seeing some of the you know shortcomings of that attitude, uh, including shortages of things like children's cold medicine. Oh yeah, and, uh, you know adult cold medicine is also seeing a shortage as well. Mm. And like I said, people not following basic you know if you're sick stay home. Right. You know because they're saying well I got to make money. The problem is if you're a walking germ factory, yeah. So. I had a Christmas Eve gathering with my family, and two people out of that party got the flu. And you're sure it's only the flu, right? Yes. Uh, COVID tests are negative in both cases. And, in fact, one, one, one relative actually went in for a test at a, um, at a um, one of those uh, clinics here, uh, urgent cares that tests for COVID, uh, the flu, the, the new, um, 
respiratory virus that's going around, and a few other things, and was positive for influenza. Okay, so that's at least, you know, <laughs> the least of their worries, so to speak. Yeah, but they... Well, my, my Christmas involved uh, sitting in a room uh, of about five hours mm -hmm. with three people who smoke. <laughs> yeah. The, the, if that wasn't disgusting enough, <laughs> I happened to hitch a ride home with uh, a relative and his girlfriend, <laughs> and said girlfriend was driving. Said girlfriend drives like she's driving GTA 5 <laughs> and cut off a city bus. If I hadn't have had a few, you know, adult beverages, you know, with dinner and before dinner and after dinner, I, I think I would have done more than just, you know, had my eyes sort of go boing. <laughs> I see, you know, the city bus behind us getting really, really, really close. Mm -hmm. But I made it home, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I think you mentioned this last time, and I mentioned, uh, yeah, we should uh, have this person play Mario Kart. Probably do very well. Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I mean, I'm not sure how, how, how good they are at throwing things. <laughs> you know, they do know they're good at you know, making me want to throw up, but, you know, that's another story. <laughs> um, at this point, Neff, uh, we've talked about a lot of uh, sad thing. So let's 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 kick things up a notch a little bit. I have an orange box. Ah, you have an orange box. I have the Boxu box, which actually arrived on time this time around. Maybe they've uh, you know decided to turn over a new leaf for a new year. Yeah, who knows? So who went through the same? I mentioned this last week. Uh, I've had a couple of Boxu boxes uh, in the last few months that have just gotten stuck at the. Um, the third-party shipping outlet in Secaucus, which is just across the river from the city here. <laughs> and um, the, then this one has pretty much on time. It was a little bit late, but it was New Year's after all, so I expected a little bit of a wait. Um, although I'm still tempted maybe at some point to ditch uh, Boxu. I'm definitely going to have to um, forego next month's box. But I may forego Boxu for Tokyo Treat, uh, just for the reason, Neff, that apparently, uh, is it all your Tokyo Treat boxes have come with drinks? Uh, yeah, every one of them has so far. <laughs> so that's I enough. Still I still haven't drank the, the milk tea. It's been like, <laughs> I need to have a time when I can actually, you know, sit there and drink something like that, because I'm mm -hmm. going, hmm. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to now open this box for the first time and see what we have. Ooh, it is the New Year's box. Ah, this should be interesting. Shinshin New Year. Let's see what we have here. Uh, New Year's or Shinshin is a festive and food-filled time in Japan. All right. Let's see what we have here in the box. Uh, Let's see. Uh, some Genmai Cha. Ooh, we have caramel cake. We have uh, some mango chocolates. Uh, persimmon mochi. Ooh, interesting. Uh, a financier. Ooh, a matcha chocolate... Matcha chocolate-covered strawberry? Hmm. Oh, my. Well, I know what I'm trying first. I was going to say that's a rather interesting combination. 
I've had the chocolate-covered strawberries, just white chocolate, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, but never matcha chocolate. Wow. Hmm. So permit me to find this real quick, and while I do, I want to remind everybody that uh, we're going to do What the Dub tonight after our podcast, if you're watching us on Twitch. And uh, our final... Um, Oh, Karen, I'm sorry to see that. Pretty sure you got RSV. Oh, man. Yikes. What are the symptoms of RSV? I, I just hear it's going around, but I forget, you know, is it just uh, co cough and cold symptoms? I think so. Mm. Mm. Let's see. Uh, I wonder if this said. Okay, this might be it. Okay. What's this do? Okay. Green, green-haired lady, hamster master, wants to switch to green-haired lady. <laughs> that would be you, Memmy. All right, so I will give you, you uh, Memmy's grin like that. That that's specially for you. Thank you, hamster. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, the next uh, the next day we stream will be next Wednesday. That's the tentative date. Uh, that will be the season finale of Season 6, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. And uh, after that, we will return with a new season in February because uh, I will be going on hiatus uh, as Bri and I go to Parts Unknown. <laughs> uh, you already spoiled that surprise, JR. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, here we go, by the way. This has to be it. The strawberries on it. So yes, uh, I'll be going to Japan with Bree uh, in the second half of the month. Looking forward to it. Uh, and I can't open. There we go. Got it open now. Yep, this has to be it. Oh boy! I was going to say, you didn't remember to bring scissors this time again. <laughs> Here we go. A nice green blob. I was going to say that doesn't look like much of a strawberry. It looks more like mochi. Uh, not mochi. Well, this kind of the consistency of mochi, if you look at it on the outside, but supposed to be matcha chocolate. Mm. So. Let's see if it lives up to the live to the billing. Yep, that's a strawberry. Aha! <laughs> uh -huh. Teeny little thing, but you know, I guess that's the the whole thing. It's the coating more than the actual strawberry in the teeny tiny center. Mm. Especially this time of year. Girl, it's taking me a while to chew. Well, I'm not surprised, considering, you know, the normal consistency of matcha and chocolate on top of a strawberry. A green whopper, Bree says. I can see whopper, that. If your whopper is green, I think you've left it out in the sun too long. <laughs> so I'm going to give this a yay on our scale of one to five. So... From the top to the bottom, once again, our scale is woohoo, yay, eh, meh, and blech. That is the merry system. <laughs> um, yes, well, there are very few things that that from those boxes that have ever hit the blech scale. Oh, yeah. Uh, they do a pretty good job, I have to, have to tell you that. Boxu does an amazing job with what they curate. It's just getting here is a problem sometimes. Sometimes it would be easier for you to go get it yourself from Japan. Yeah. 
I remember when they used to actually use the postal service and express mail and whatnot, and they just relied on postal service shipments. And then COVID hit, and they had to resort to desperate measures when the uh, the airmail situation shut down. Yeah, and the problem is that, you know, as things have come back online, the freight costs haven't gone down. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that's the real killer. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, if you if you if you've bought anything electronics wise, especially, mm-hmm. you'll see that wow, that's not as cheap as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if putting it inside that stuff keeps the strawberry fresh longer. What is it? Is it a thick layer of chocolate? I'll tell you that. I I would think that is part of the the, the thing because a normal strawberry, if you leave it out in the air, mm-hmm. would probably mm, I don't know, maybe three four days. <laughs> right. So, so if you coat it in enough sugar, enough, you know, other stuff, right, it'll last a while. Although I'd be curious to see if you can see the best before date on that package. Not listed. Uh-oh. <laughs> not listed, he says. <laughs> That's never encouraging. Some of them are not listed, yeah. Well, I'll be honest, at least from the, the Tokyo Treat boxes, everything has had an expiration date on it. It might be hard to read. It might mm-hmm. be in very tiny type, but it's there. I don't, uh, unless it's maybe on another one of the labels, uh, Bree. That's what um, that's what Sakurako does sometimes. If you actually look on the uh, on the other side of the shipping label, they have a printout of uh, the best before dates. So that could be what it is. I may just have to look at wherever I threw that wrapper. <laughs> um, how about something savory this time? How about a choice between the Daruma Senbei rice crackers or the potato chips? <gasps> butter sando! Butter sando! They have butter sando here somewhere. Oh, butter sando! Uh-oh. What, whatever that means, it apparently got JR's attention. Ooh, I love these. I oh, love these, funny. and I used to buy these uh, in bulk once. The Yokohama butter sando. Butter sandwich cookies. So, if you uh, if we open this, it's going to have a little bit of a uh, print on either cookie here. So, oh, yep, here we go. So this is uh, this is one side. I can't see it very well, unfortunately, with the lighting. Maybe if I turn the light off real quick. You see that any oh, yeah. better? Mm, cute. Looking at the seaside, and the other one is, uh, let's see, Yokohama Stadium. I uh, bet you that's what it is, or it could be, no, it's, it looks like a football field, right? Uh, b- baseball, baseball. I was going to say, that's a baseball diamond. Right, right. Breeze tasted them before. Those are delicious. <laughs> All right, so, I know these are woohoo. I've had these already. <laughs> <laughs> but now, hopefully you get lucky one day if you decide to continue your subscription the, these these cookies are out of its world well the January box has shipped according to Tokyo Treats so okay. it may arrive in the next week or two oh, that's cool. usually the delay you know between when they tell me it's coming when it actually shows up right so hmm. 
If we may have it for next week's season finale, but if not, I can certainly hold on to it till you get back. Cool, 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 definitely. And uh, oh yeah, these 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 butter sandwich cookies are a winner every time. I'll tell you that much. Um, Segoy might might carry them. Interesting. Will you please let me know? I'd be curious. Um, okay, so now let's do one uh, savory item. So. Um, we have the Daruma Senbei rice crackers or the potato chips with sesame oil and salt. So uh, type in the chat right now if you're watching us live. Rice crackers or potato chips? Sometimes we throw out this poll to our viewers. Uh, rice crackers or potato chips? I will only have one item. Before we close out the show for the, the evening. Uh, what would you like me to try? Type it in now. Now, the only thing I'll mention is that rice crackers always make me think of those deer. <laughs> and the, the, the deer in Nara. And, of course, the, the joke in anime is that those deer can be mighty aggressive mm. you know, when they know that the cracker is there. I know from firsthand experience. Because I've been there. So in other words, so there's that joke is actually based on real life. <laughs> and uh, that might be on the agenda on this trip as well to go there. And I'm sure after COVID and everybody coming back to Nada again, oh, those deer are going to be mightfully happy. Well, I'll be curious. I'd be curious to see if they actually shut the, that, that deer park down for that long. These deer are going to be like. Who are these strange bipedal things wandering around offering us? Huh? <laughs> uh, well, I guess we're gonna have the uh, the chips. Uh, two uh, two votes for the chips, so we'll go ahead and have the chips. Mm. Let's see here. I think. This has to be it. I think if it says potato on the bag, <laughs> pure potato on top of that, that's a pretty good indication. I mean, I'm not that smart, but... Expiration 5515. Wait a minute. 5515? So, year, month... month hold on. Year, month... Date. So five would be Rewa five, which is 2023, May 15th. Oh, oh okay, because I'm sorry. I'm, I'm too used to the you know, North American way, which is why I'm going, <laughs> huh? That would be May the 5th, 2015. And I'm going, they're sending you eight-year out-of-date chips. Yikes. <laughs> Don't open that bag. You might summon Chistulu. So, I might have had this variety as well before. It might be a little greasy, but let's see. Sesame oil and salt. I was going to say, that, 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 I hope you have a, a napkin or something. Yeah. Uh, you got something uh -oh. over, I got something over there, so. All right. You're not going to just, you know, wipe your hands on your shirt. <laughs> okay, he's chewing. Hmm. 
He's chewing with a quizzical look on his face, which I find interesting. Eh, it's a good flavor. I will give it an eh. Uh, this is just a uh, run-of-the-mill potato chips. I can taste a subtle um, sesame flavor in it. Mm. Not too so bad. Than, I was going to say, so rather than the generic oil that is used to fry the chips over here, they use sesame oil, which should, in theory, make for a better flavor. Right, right. I can feel a little bit. Uh, I can feel like the flavor I might get in the sesame seed or whatnot. Mm. Which, by the way, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they've, they're listing they're listing sesame as a common allergen here now. The FD, our FDA. Mm. Yeah, it's like if you nowadays if you look at a package and you see how many things are now classified as allergens you're like mm -hmm. can i eat anything anymore yeah right <laughs> it's just like okay i have to eat i can eat this but i have to sign like a three-page disclaimer okay fine <laughs> one of these days i have to see about getting one of those allergy tests to see exactly what i'm intolerant to because i know uh my father is i'm a little bit worried about it because this didn't come out until later in his life uh he developed an avocado allergy Interesting. I mean, I did allergy tests as a youngster, and I don't know how they administer them now, mm -hmm. but when they did them back in the day when I had it done, it was literally 15 separate needles oh, yeah. on a little board, and they just stuck it on the arm, <laughs> and whichever, whichever thing popped up, you were allergic to. Oh, yeah. Uh, that might still be the case. I know, I, I know they probably do blood work now, but it's a little more uh, accurate. I was going to say, and a little more humane yeah. than, you know, essentially being stuck with a pin cushion. <laughs> a tiny pin cushion. Oh, no, no, no. These were not tiny, my friend. Um, if I had to give you a size, the entire board, look at your iPhone. Mm. Think of that entire board, and one side of it is stuffed with the equivalent of 15 needle. Wow. And then they stab you in the arm with that. <laughs> The skin test is more accurate, Bree says. Okay. So I'll have to find an allergy specialist, I guess. Mm. Then you'll have to go, oh, gee, I like eating those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, may have, I may have something with dairy, although I don't want to admit it, but it kind of runs in the family. Well, I, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm a little off with dairy because sometimes if i have dairy yeah my stomach goes i yeah. don't like you anymore right milk is okay but some other dairy mm. well although some of it could be simply because for example ice cream it's cold mm -hmm. it hits your stomach and your stomach goes hey if i wanted to be frozen i'd come outside of your body not in <laughs> Well, uh, we thank everybody for watching here, and uh, once again, the the next podcast will be our final one. Tent will be scheduled for next week, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, in the meantime, uh, as per usual, Neff, we will do the uh, we'll do the good. Wait a minute, Liz yeah, says my arm swelled up to twice its size because I was allergic to everything they tested for. That's possible i suppose depending on what 15 things they tested you for oh my well for example 
dust, dander, right. grass. Those three alone are close enough that, yeah, if all three of those you got tested for it simult- simultaneously, yeah, I could see there being a bit of a oh boy reaction. Six things they tested on Liz. Well, sounds like those were the Sinister Six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you get that reference, you're old like I am. Yeah. <laughs> One at a time, a needle. Wow. Jeez. I, I, I'm, not fu- I'm not a fan of needles. i got to be honest. If you're going to stick me six, t- six separate times, I better have my eyes closed. <laughs> uh, I, I don't uh, want to see that. I'll just pretend that if it happens to me, it's acupuncture. Okay, now I, I've had relatives who who swear by by acupuncture, and I'm going no. no. <laughs> I, I I'm sorry, I'm not paying someone to stick me with needles. I I'm not doing it either. I have considered it a few times though, but uh, I I've seen no need for it in the long run. I, I figure it'd be interesting if I tried it one day. So. Well, I, I'll I'll take I'll take it this way. I, I'll stick to chiropractors, although a lot of people have said, yeah, chiropractors can you know have accidents. I'm like. And you've never seen a medical doctor have an accident? <laughs> not paying attention. <laughs> uh, anyway, Neff, enough with needles. Uh, the closing commentary, please. <laughs> if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or complaints about this uh, tw- uh, Twitch stream or one of our other podcasts, drop us a line at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. To find our social media links, go to linktree.com forward slash radio. There you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter account, our Instagram account, our Discord server, our YouTube, ch- and our YouTube channel. Archived versions of this podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio or your favorite podcasting platform. I keep uh, saying I have to update this. Maybe I'll update this page for the new season, but uh, on YouTube, we are at Extreme Anime Radio. I believe that's the link. The YouTube does their links funny. So it's youtube.com slash at Extreme Anime Radio. Go figure. Well, when it comes to social media, it's more like, you know, you're along for the ride because you're the product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so with that uh, out of the way, we thank you for watching the Extreme Anime Radio uh, podcast here and listening to us. We will see you next time. Uh, we send our prayers for Damar. Hopefully a speedy recovery for him. Uh, we'll continue our prayers and our thoughts for him and all the Buffalo Bills players and fans. We will see you next time. In the meantime, remember, keep on looking out for the Extreme Radio Twitch streams, and don't forget, our archive podcasts are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Good night, everybody. Good night. See you next time. Okay, that'll wrap up the show. Ooh.